Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and anyone who's new. Today we begin our enlightenment time with a very distinct share. Love cycle people that would be anyone who has consistently expanded their oversoul for my 5D mystics throughout your entire life doesn't matter when your clear is activated, if you're a mystic. And if you're a person, what this means is simply put, you're a individual who, if your neighbor throws shit in your face, you will make sure you're physically safe. And that next step is, I hope my neighbor's okay. Let me see how I can manage the situation in a way that is compassionate. And that's it. There is no other jibber-jabber. No, that's for adaptive children. That's for shame cycle individuals who have yet to move into their complete enlightenment of the mind. And that would be that we're all people and that a safety behavior is unresolved trauma, which comes out as a action that is in a compulsiveness. And that is something like the neighbor throwing shit in your face. It is not about justification. It is not about, we don't even use the word forgiveness because those who are in the Love cycle, know that we are all imperfect and we all make mistakes and all is humanity. So blanket statement again, uh, so that you don't waste your time because love cycle is the voice that is here of an enlightenmental age group and 5D mystic, but it's one that's consistently my entire life been connected to pure consciousness. This is full consciousness. It's an energy field. It's not an entity. It's not a supernatural being. Does it nudge? Yes. In different ways for those of us who have a relationship with the sphere of energy. On that note, let me read our lovely Sadhguru. He gives me the ability to share what I just said in a way that you can go and look at him. Whether you call it a stone, a tree, an animal, a man, a demon, or the divine, he capitalizes that, everything is the same energy manifesting itself in a million different ways. And on that note, we are all one. Love cycle people know this. I have known this my entire life. And that's why I'm the pink tainted glasses lady for people. And finally, I've been able to build enough of my 5D voice to consistently share this specific journey for those who want in so you want out of shame for real not pretend and it's a serious business the shame cycle but it's a serious business that individuals who i've seen they claim to be advocates for people that suffer of mental health they claim to be advocates of uh, people who are in dismay they claim to be, then this word, I don't actually prefer using advocate because I'm an advocate of the human species, if anything. And if you're not a Zen master of yourself, you're not actually actively making big waves. You're making the same waves that the 4D, 3D, and all these other soul age groups who navigate. If they're not consistently in love with their body so they don't know how to navigate their ventral vagal nervous system and their integrated mind so they can't move into their infinite higher human consciousness potential experience and some people even believe you can't stay as someone pointed out a practitioner in the human science community you can't be on all the time 
oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you would turn love off if you can turn it on. Actually, that sounds like you think it's a job to be in a state of love, which this is why those people have the illusion of not being in a shame cycle, but they would notice that if their body feels tired to be in a state of love, then you're not actually in ventral veil. Because if there's one thing that when your body is in social engagement, so I'm happy to be around people no matter what walk of life, even if they're yellow, whatever they're doing to me, meaning in the way of not physical, in the way of uh, uh, gaslighting, ghosting, manipulating, when people try to get under your skin, all this stuff, and they try. I mean, this isn't even a word that I would use. They don't succeed. I can only say they try because of after the fact, being able to in time, because, you know, the truth always comes forth. How? Because people will speak the truth. And when you're a pattern of something, so it means when you're a person who has behaviors, we all do, I do, I got a pattern, it's called love. So people know that I won't be looking into them in a way of, oh, wait, are you going to cheat, lie, or do some evil shit to me? There, no, evil doesn't exist. As, if it did, I wouldn't know about it. Um, but here's where when you make the equation of I will only choose love, it's straightforward. So people have questioned this before. Again, those who do not recognize they're still in a body that is disconnected from their mind and body trusting in their own self to know what is emotionally, mentally, and physically healthy for them without having to be in a charge state, without being a teenager or a two-year-old. You know how we get here? Let's see, where are you? Um, family, where's my lovely family? Because Sadhguru shares with us what family is here. Family is a training ground to rise beyond likes and dislikes. I wouldn't consider it a training ground. For the love cycle people, it's a love ground. You only hurt the ones you love, and it's not in a way of, oh my God, they just broke my heart. It's in a way of, ah, they're teaching me how to be a better version of myself, and I can be a better version with them. Of course, here's the difference between the ones that are with us as safe havens because they unconditionally love us with our quirks, and they're also secure bases, which means they are intrigued by our desires, our values, our subject matters, so people who are like, oh, I want to know more about your job. Oh, I want to know more about everything that you do. I want to be in all of your business because I, I'm curious. I get excited to know what makes you happy. So this is what love is. And love cycle people know this. That's pure consciousness people because we're human like anybody else. So, of course, we know you have desires and we want to see you be happy. The actual adults don't have envy, jealousy, spite. Now, those are part of our mammalian heritage. They're part of a shame cycle, a defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, a way the body feels when it's disrupted, disconnected from the field around it of consciousness. So when you're not in your restorative embodied self, okay, so here, 5D is a person who knows I can be in restorative embodied self which means i'm in my own oneness consciousness i'm in my own samadhi i don't need to do yoga to be in samadhi now you can do it if you want but i'm going to spell out to you what it means i don't forget myself i don't forget to unconditionally love me 
while I'm unconditionally loving you, which is why I don't need to turn my love button on or off. And I don't forget to be enamored with what I want to pursue in my life because you've come in and apparently you're somebody who's enamored with different things. No, I don't forget about me. Uh, no, no, I've chose, I, I am me. And if I have to say I've chosen me is what I was going to say. This, this also seems ridiculous to a love psycho person. This is why the first moment you'll have an inner critic thought is like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you stupid or what? What's the deal here? <laughs> you, you have the world to deal with. I don't think you need to add any more criticism. Plus, why? Why would you, what, what is this? Do you not like yourself? And here's where actually, let me give a little bit of credit to God because I was introduced to God as a kid. I have my communion and my confirmation and that confirmation is the first light body experience I had. And my second, I remember it, it was January of a specific year. Then I remember my third and a fourth, maybe a fifth or the rainbow body. And then furthermore, another expansion of light body. And that's when I came across some of said guru's material, but I hadn't started diving into it too much, I think. And then you're at, so you continue to expand your energy body, by the way. Uh, it's beautiful when you're pure consciousness, of course. The people who need to get here, it depends how long it takes them to understand that they're just dealing with their own unresolved trauma and where they were rejected and not because of necessarily an actual exaggerated situation. Your body's an infant when you begin life. It's normal that it actually will, the envy part, it's about um, when you know that there's someone or something you would want, but you don't think you can obtain it. So that's where you don't believe in yourself. Jealousy is where you appreciate what somebody else has. So some people, they view jealousy or envy in neutral ways, and that's exactly how the psychoeducators talk about it. So you're, you're not here to judge anything good or bad, which, by the way, if you're anywhere near enlightenment, as your potential uh, soul age group, you're going to know this already. It's the land of beyond uh, duality, non-duality, equanimity. So when people tell me, oh, you can't be neutral, okay, you obviously are not going to move into your Zen mastery. Because you're deciding not to go equanimous. So every time you go rigid, you're not softening. You're not going to integrate your left-right mode. You're going to deny your right and your left to communicate. And you're going to not go flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. You're going to go rigid and then chaotic, cognitive dissonance with then your confirmation bias list of people who you call your subject matter experts. And, you know, the adaptive child, they do one thing. They don't expand together. They just say, I'm going to give you a list of why... I'm right, and you're wrong, so here, you did this, 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 and I claim it to be, let me make it so that I have control. I'm going to tell you, from my own mind, I decided, I have mind reader. I'm going to tell you why you did what you did. So I'm going to blame you, I'm going to insult you, I'm going to fault you, I'm going to revenge, whatever it is, it doesn't even matter how this is coming about, the adaptive child, which is why nobody's an actual demon, they're just all people that don't know how to be grown-ups yet. They have rigid mind. So they have unresolved trauma. It's a very serious deal with a good somatic therapist if they only knew about attachment wounds, trauma ruptures, and how they're not their own secure attachment body and mind, safe haven, secure base. They get out of the la-la land of being in the middle of nothing else except for what we've seen. I mean, I've seen it my entire life. I didn't need 5D here to see what I see. What I do see as a difference is that more people have a lot more opportunity because the psychoeducators have come out 
thank you technology with the information there's no demon in your brain when you have demonic dreams the demonic possessions happen after a series of nightmares and in fact there's something that breaks in your brain thank you patrick mcnamara now as a mystic i will say of course i know what it's like to have dreams i still dream all the time my oversoul consistently is connected to me especially when they go through stuff in fact i know very well when a situation arises within my lovely oversoul that is very significant and in fact we learn how to not engage thinking that we will be received in a manner that is you're safe to me because we understand without knowing about unresolved trauma that people will decide all on their own to read our minds and to tell us why we do what we do and to claim that they know it's true. So here's where adaptive children are. Again, I'm going to claim that I know why you did all of these things. Use your own words against you, perhaps, or your own life against you, because this is what they usually do. Here, let me prove to you with my list of confirmation bias from my cognitive dissonance reactivity. And in so many circumstances, it's happened that it's so hilarious when I share this because I'm like, wow. Every time it has, I'm like, huh, let me see. How can I easily bring forth the truth, which is you misunderstood, obviously, very much, or you forgot maybe this part, which I actually will have said before, but it's okay because I know I forget things all the time. I'm so stupid with information. It's, you know, actually can ask my family about that one because I will ask the same question after like a day. My younger sister especially is like, yeah, I already told you. I'm so sorry. I forgot. So I'm serious. I'm stupid with data like that. So I'm okay with being stupid, by the way. Uh, I think we all are ignorant in areas. It's uh, something that dealing with the unknown, it's okay. It's not something I'm ashamed of. Some people would want me to feel ashamed of it. I, I don't. Uh, so I'm not ashamed of having flat earthers. I'm ashamed more of anything. Those people who fight, like they say, they stand up for stuff and they don't. And I'm not even ashamed of that, actually, because they're poor people who are the best thing they can when someone's told me before, and they have more than one, that the feeling of vindictiveness is something that is the only thing they know as pleasurable, I know how sad I am for that body, and I know about dysregulation and modulation. So I actually say, wow, well, at least they're able to mask their actual despair. This is the sad part, because there is a defectiveness, shame, feeling and and this is a real deal because those who have this there's the posture but they also will have been powerless and 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 it's like when you see somebody in an, in your mind's eye shoving a person's head in the sand but it's not like that it's emotions it's a it's a child it's an infant it's a body it's a it's it's a as they're moving into understanding the feeling of being shoved like that, which is rejection too, is a very awful, sad, sad, it's very sad. So see, love cycle people, we will not do anything remotely heartbreaking because somehow we're like, wait a minute, this sentence is not evil. You, you're a poor person who doesn't know enough about good psychoeducation. And if you don't choose yourself and to move into compassion beyond a reason but you don't believe in it because you're dysregulated and modulated embodied experience is leading the way in your predictions of everything is you know everything this is the adaptive child and and you got confirmation bias from all the stories and movies you watch and all the rigid ass leaders you follow which should not be considered leaders but they're there filling you with more of 
the, uh, oh, I can forgive you, but I can also forget you. Oh, vengeance, sweet vengeance, da, da, da. So people use this shit all over the place. So when we meet people who admit things in a certain way, we feel sad for them. Not suffering, let me specify, and not sad as, oh my God, let me be heartbroken. No, 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 no. Sad is a very straightforward feeling. And in fact, the sooner we are reminded of compassion, differentiated self, we wish them well, and we accept their story because they're completely enamored with it, thinking it's the best energy and feeling. You can tell when somebody's genuine that they actually believe what they're saying. And you understand that they don't know samadhi. They have not gained any awareness of their restorative embodied self. They don't know oneness. So it's not about their self in a spiritual sense having been forgotten. No, this human being doesn't know that they're in a dysregulated and or modulated embodied body. I need to read that book too, that they don't have integration of the mind. Their right mode is not online. There's structural dissociation. And their left mode is creating a story that can justify what that emotion, that vindictiveness is shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, excuse me, hate, or pride, scorn. Okay, they're all in third dimension and, you know, gotta love the 4D thinking they're not in this and they're nowhere near neutrality at all when they're telling you how much they can read your mind and know where everyone's going, their predictions. No, you don't know where tomorrow is. You don't live it yet. If you'd mind shutting up and letting us work together, we could co-create something amazing if you'd stop being in the duality land that you think you're not because you're so enamored with your own lights and thinking that you're anointed and all that because it clears. We all are part of the energy sphere again. No special gift. It's, it's actually something you can move into. Everyone can. Long story short, as I was saying, you can tell when a person's actually thinking that it's real and then you understand that their self can't. Their, their self is in shame. Even if you present everything, you know what you're going to find out eventually? This is what I love about time the most. People will always speak a truth. And people will lie, especially in moments where they've been hurt by other people. So when you're a group and, you know, the Zen master always sees beyond bullshit and we also don't actually speak at all because we're not looking for disciples uh, being a zen master of yourself enlightenment soul age your people we're our safe haven secure bases knows i know who i want to be maria is my name and i'm going to be this and you can do whatever you want and my love won't change an inch because all i want is for you to be yourself and i'll understand that yourself is either a true and that's when you are loving and beautiful and constant and all these things. And you're fiercely loving and you're humorous and you're always easygoing. Oh, and here's the other part. You accept yourself with your flaws and imperfections. So you don't hide them. You're able to actually respond with, well, you know, I mean, we all have, you know, up days, down days. It's not something I should feel upset about. You're like, yeah, that's right. You're right. So here's what Zen masters or those who are moving into their Zen mastery get to do. So the people who become their own safe haven, secure bases, unconsciously loving themselves with flaws and imperfections. And that's where we accept the rainbow of colors, even of other people and how we can handle love. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to see, especially when it's in the making. Um, so what I was trying to get to is when you're in a group, Jealousy, envy, spite, value, value, very important. When people don't have a love cycle and they're still in shame, which they mask 
like a glove, <laughs> like seriously, I've seen it all. It's interesting. The ups and downs and uh, that's where we're going to leave that one there. So when you, when you know it <laughs> and you know the people that you know, I laugh only because I'm 43. I actually used to think that people who consider themselves intellectually savvy were, but now I realize they're not because the minute they have no idea of their right mode is the minute that I'm like, okay, you don't know what intellectually savvy means because otherwise you'd have some intra inspection and you'd be trying the best to understand your own emotions because that's part of your intellect uh just so sorry you think that they're stupid to evaluate they rule and rock your world and that's why some people are yucky icky uh, when they see people like me and compassion and that have answers for everything and that so when people lie Usually we don't even bother looking for the tells because we don't care if they're, if they're lying. <laughs> But when they do lie, I think I was basically what I'm trying to say is I'm using an example where it was pretty much pretty clear I was lied to and they did something. I'm like, huh. And so here's where a Zen master is not going to try and verify anything because we actually don't shame people. We understand that those who need compassion to grow up need it constantly. And some people don't know how to be that. So they use information in a group in a way of continuing to perpetuate um, what is a stereotype and what are the, what's the word, decisions that the group has made. So tribes, which is awful when they do things, not tribes. Tribes are beautiful when they're in their timeline. And in fact, we should leave everybody alone to do their own timeline. I'm talking about the Western world uh, where people watch movies. And so tribal families, all this stuff, The ones who have access to at least some of YouTube, because there's plenty of different types of free information out there for actual love cycle people to move into. There's also the other stuff, but there's also compassionate stuff. So what I noticed is that groups uh, of people who don't have their own ability to be in the Enlightenment Soul Age group because they chose to disregard that they wield their brain however they wish when their emotions come up and their thoughts come up. Uh, they gang up on each other. It's, it's a very sad story. They call themselves advocates of this and that, but they gang up on each other because they start to get all pissy at each other when their different belief systems don't match up. Uh, so they don't learn how to see eye to eye, and that means respect each other with differences because they're not self-empowered from their ego. This is why. So they, they will learn how to lie. They will learn how to manipulate, and we, we all can manipulate, and actually they say we all do. They who are the psychoeducators, because when I'm talking to you, if you start getting pissy at me, I'm going to start working with my words. And if you point out you're working with your words, I'll say yes, because you're getting pissed at me and I don't know how to talk to you because I'm telling you the truth of what I'm thinking and feeling, but you are reacting. So if you want to hear my side, I can't do it this way because you're getting agitated for no other reason except for I'm not on the same, you know, what, what is it? People who care about misaligning, misattunement, misunderstandings, what, what happens? Okay, let's keep talking. And as you spell out, I don't like your energy right now because I can't keep talking if you're doing this energy because it would seem to me that you're just attacking me. People that care don't continue attacking. They talk and they learn how to meet each other in the middle because they want to. Because they care to hear each other's opinions and differently from if it matches or not. That's the point. We don't have relationships because you need to give me a thumbs up so some people know they have relationships because they all mesh together and they are in other soul age groups and that's fine 
and other bandwidths. And that's, again, their choice. They can be disciples, non-disciples, and compulsive, whatever they want. Uh, watch a movie, you'll see them all. You won't see Zen masters in the movie because as long as they're perpetuating, I can forgive you, but I can forget you. Oh, it won't be in this lifetime that you expand. It'll be in the next one, maybe. And it's like, okay, seriously, you won't even remember who you are in the next one, meaning this lifetime right now. So why would you waste this lifetime of now for the next? Sitting in regret and wallowing in your sorrows or in revenge and then sitting in your head and doing nothing except for that. Avoiding life. It's a very, very interesting thing to witness. A lot of people avoid, they have fear, and they also have maya on their, the trickery. Oh, but don't go tell. They're intellectually smart, by the way. They know everything. So on that note, um, when a Zen master meets any type of situation that needs compassion, which is all, we will bring forth compassion and we won't share details that would create a series of consistent, what's the word, predictions for individuals who actually can make it out of their compulsive patterns with the support of unconditionally loving people who call you out on your bullshit, but also have compassion for you. Because that's what is required for the shame to dissolve and then the person to start creating relationship with their parts. Those who are open and receptive to their self, they see clearly when the universe life offers them an opportunity. So if you're being offered true love, which is what enlightenment is all about and oneness consciousness, 5D, you only love. So when people say no, but you know, I think you're talking about evil. And you'll say, no, I think you're in 4D plane and you can stay there. I'm in a higher plane. It's called oneness with this field of energy that consistently nudges me. And now I even channel guidance. I'm a mystic and a lot of other things that I don't usually like labeling. Them, but here you're presenting to me an opportunity to talk about how no evil doesn't exist. And so what you're saying here, let me interpret for you with a psychoeducation shame, unresolved trauma, they need a good therapist. It's not evil. They committed to, yeah, I know what you're saying. People do choose to do envy, spite, jealousy all the time. Yes, some of them actually get into a different space. In time, those who uh, have opportunity can learn different felt senses of self only if they're being given Again, safe haven, secure base people around them. So long story short, the Zen master is that person who becomes, as Sadhguru has pointed out, their own spirituality process, which is really a functional adult who knows a love language. You have integration of the mind and restored and embodied self. So when people lie to you, you don't need to point it out because they are not uh, doing anything that needs pointing out. You will know why they're doing what they're doing, even without knowing it. Uh, meaning if it's true or not, and we don't go assuming and pointing out, let me tell you that I know everything you're doing. No, we, no, we don't until they tell us. So we don't make it an effort to try and mind read. Adaptive children do because they're in loop thinking because they actually have what is shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles, and they're insecure people because they don't have a secure attachment with their own body and mind. It's straightforward. 
They're not in oneness consciousness with themselves, so they're not in pure consciousness. Otherwise, they would remember the feeling of unconditional love, which is pure consciousness. They would remember the feeling of I'm one with every human being on the face of this planet. I have a heart, they have a heart. And even without the psychoeducation that explains to you how you have an attachment system and defense system, you'd know that people aren't evil, they're human beings. And if they're being nasty, it's because something's going on. Yeah, they're in yellow or red. They're in their safety behavior. So their fight, fright, flight is on, fight, flight, freeze. And that's where yellow, they're not listening to you. They're already engaging from a rigid mind. So adaptive child, what do they continue to do? Because they're not seeking to have a conversation with you. They're defending. It's called a safety behavior. It's a compulsive pattern that is a maladaptive pattern for a grown-up, but it's a safety behavior for the adaptive child who's protecting their own self, and that is where they're protecting from their own unresolved trauma, who they are not tending to their emotions, the right brain stuff, and they're not trusting the individuals that they're engaging in because they're now transferring their unresolved trauma situation upon another human being without recognizing that they're... But again, in their mind, since Maya, but, you know, again, it's basically a person who's just, I'm going to think I know what you're doing and decide that I know what you're doing. It's very straightforward, which is why it's totally unfair for sure. But, you know, what we know is that human suffering is very unfair. And people who have that, they have loop thinking and they're in a biochemistry of fear. So we don't need to let them in on them choosing fear too much because they will not see it as the people who say revenge is the best sweet emotion. They don't see it either because they don't know the samadhi feeling. They don't know restored embodied self yet and they won't know it until they see, wait a minute, I am consistently choosing to think I can mind read other people and I actually consistently strategize in a way that brings out a negative outcome. Mm, I don't trust people. Huh. Let me think about that one. Oh, yeah, that movie just proved that I'm right. Love doesn't exist. No, no, all these people are assholes. There you go. Those are all the, basically, anyone who's not moved into their enlightenment soul age group yet. Um, on that note, for those of us in enlightenment, from love cycle, like I said, we actually recognized we had it easy. We were never separate from pure consciousness. So yeah, I had it easy personally because my emotions never overwhelmed me to the point of where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Now, it did definitely throughout the years have many different types of experiences. And some of them to this day, you know, as you go through your expansion of consciousness for oneness consciousness, we know we're going through it. So we know that we're being presented to move beyond our likes and dislikes. It's very easy. <laughs> so we don't fight it. In fact, this is the funniest thing ever when I hear the four. You fight. Nobody fights themselves unless they're, excuse me, shame cycle. I'm sorry. So people who actually don't choose their self, they do. They, they fight to the death of them. Their teeth are like, ah, I know I'm right. I'm so right. This is it's very sad. So again, let me go back to that example so that we can conclude with what adaptive children mechanisms do, which is, by the way, withdraw at the end of the day. It's like those sad, sad stories. The one that comes to my mind is the sad guru one. There's two actually, but I'm going to use one of them. That king who has like 10 wives and the one that loves him tells him about what true love is. And he's like, oh, no, he actually goes and plays a trick on her and she dies. 
And when he comes back, he's so upset because, of course, the, he was wrong. She did love him. And he played a trick and he killed her. And he can't bring her back to life because you can't bring anyone back to life for real. And so this is why, it's a, thank goodness, it's a story. If people get the picture, they won't even bother going through that. They would start living life before that ever even came. So again, getting out of shame cycle. Good somatic sensory motor trauma experts is where I would start because that way you get the psychoeducation of the human you and you don't get blinded by spiritual bypassing, which is instead what I see all over the place right now. With the people who don't know a good foundation with a functional adult brain though, excuse me, because there are some people they actually get the psychoeducation and they still are completely blinded. Um, this man, who's this rich king, begins to write a bunch of poems, apparently, that are tragic. Go figure. And he basically is seen as wise now. I don't consider that at all wisdom. I consider it a poor, sad story of crocodile tears that didn't even take and do anything. And then they leave, I think. The, no, they leave the kingdom, become poor, and start writing or something like that. Then they become this wise human being. The other story is of that one dude who goes around fighting and killing people. He's self-righteously, ah, and he figures out he's doing all vengeance. And then he goes on top of a hill and dies. And I'm like, damn, those are horrible stories. Because neither of these two people took ownership for what they did and actually showed what it meant to grow up. And they took their adaptive child behavior and they, well, and you know, here's where, let me add a point this is why there's a difference between the spirituality soul age group people and the enlightenment soul age group people is that the spirituality soul age group people will say no but and they actually put the entire thing on a pedestal because they're still disciples of, of somebody that is their zen master and no enlightenment we are our own again there's no puppet string master here it's a big ball of energy let me make this clear again and we do channel we do it's nudging us all the time it nudged me even now i need to Cut this one short. For example, it's like, okay, let's move to that next episode that you want to record. So our nudges, we get it. We, we really do. In fact, we do not resist anything. Um, funnily enough, I think you can say that. We understand it's a process to work through your emotions. <laughs> and I laugh because it's so straightforward. I was a kid and I was like, well, of course I'm pissed. This is what happened. What, what emotion do you think I'm supposed to have? But we learn how to have these lovely ventral vagal emotions. So as we move into our beautiful, beautiful oneness as adults, you feel more and more of yourself, the love cycle people. So shame, where I was going with, they first kill off the shame cycle, which is why when uh, Sadhguru gives us that one quote about self-transformation, let me go see if I can find it for us quickly. But it's about some, it's about a guru or you becoming your guru or something like that. And here is, no, it's not that one. But it's where the old you uh, is nowhere to be found. And what really happens is that when shame is met by compassionate mirrors, it has the opportunity to dissolve. And therefore the opportunity to dissolve and now i'm being serious in the sense it's an emotion from your own body this heartbreak gut wrench is a horrible emotion because people will feel defective and it's right in the center of your heart it's your heart and your gut and so this is where you are completely in this heartbreak but when you're met with love 
this love, that compassion. So a person who's saying you're perfect with your imperfections, you're perfect with your repeating it over and over and over again through their consistent presence, this is a safe haven, secure base, okay? So they support you in all that you're doing. They're, they're always there. They're always there for you. People who dissolve the shame, they take that love and they recognize on their own through the feeling, okay? So through the feeling, they say, you know what? I am deserving of love. I am a person. I am, and not in a way that remains a charge. No, there's an awareness from the body of the person that this self doesn't deserve to be shamed or to feel abandoned or to feel disrespect. There's not a deserving of this. Self-transformation here, Sadhguru, means nothing of the old remains. It is a dimensional shift in the way you perceive and experience life. Once you're in a love cycle and so you're out of shame, once you are out of insecure attachment wounds and unresolved trauma from your body through the analysis of your own mind, as the seven and a half lady says, you learn to use your mind to make different predictions. So it is your mindset and to achieve oneness is simply put you committing to the values and the values that you have are straightforward. So when people justify their revenge, they're saying my value is I think, and they, if they mean it, they will mean it. Their body, though, doesn't know restorative embodied self. And so they're not even aware of this other area. Oh, and the lie that I wanted to share, and that really is a tell, meaning they shared a aspect that is theirs, not of another. And why would, this is all, by the way, a person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group mystic will never say, I know it for short. We do not do mind reading. And that's something we get very much on a different note with those who stay in 4D land and other Soul Age Group. I have many people that I disengage actively as we are speaking of anything, especially mine at this point in my journey, immediately because it is something very annoying for people to begin to set in stone aspects that have no set in stone. Twin flames, soulmates over souls, stop. Stop setting in stone the future. Now, you want to stay in your monkey brain, stop talking about being spiritual, please, at this point. Like, seriously, get your act together and make up your mind of what you want to do with your brain. So when people speak jibber-jabber in only the middle, this is where I disengage in an effort to not have anything to do with the non-disciple brain of the person in front of me. They're non-disciples because they're using words without hearing what they just said. And they're not recognizing their own lack of consistency. If you speak words in any way, shape, or form, and you're inconsistent and you can't see it, the person on the end of visibility land as an adult will not engage with you and say, let me point it out, let me poke your eye. That's the adaptive children do that. No, we don't do that. We will, if we're asked, engage, and if not, we don't. And here's where when we're sharing our end of what we perceive, the shame cycle people, adaptive children, again, they're the mind readers. So they are, I'm, I know exactly what you're doing, really, really, you do. Are, are we 100% are we sure you know, you know my mind? You're telling me this, right? 
as a teenager when I had my first and only, only moment where I even bothered uh, in my inside thinking I could speak. <laughs> how, how dare you say you know my heart? Meaning, I'm telling you my heart. Uh, you can tell me your perspective about it, your opinion, and this personally. No, 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 I know your heart. So this is very different <laughs> than if somebody says, you don't know my heart. They're right, I don't. I can only know what I perceive of it. So let me rephrase. I have a perception of the person that you are. Love cycle people, we know that it's our perception. We forget. You know what we learn. We learn how to include that in conversation. It's only my opinion so that people may disengage from thinking we're trying to make a blanket statement. They get tired of even hearing the truth of that. So the word boring is what people that don't want to enlighten use with people who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group and 5D Mystics. Now, the people who are refusing to see the light of day, so basically that humanity is not a shit show and they're not a shit show. So people who are in modulated, dysregulated, embodied experiences, people who have shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, but they're resisting what? They're not resisting, excuse me, they're maladaptive, excuse me, the safety behavior, excuse me. The emotions that are uncomfortable and that are arising are engaging their fight flight, their yellow and or their reactiveness, their red, and they're disregarding the fact that they are actively in a state of upset, one, and that they're speaking from a place of upset, two. So as they mind read in a place of whatever it is, they're reactive. They, instead of sitting down and saying, wait a minute, my emotion. No, they can mind read. They know exactly what they're saying. They have their confirmation bias. They're intellectually smart as fuck because that's what all the rigid mind thinkers think. They think they know everything. Again, they can read your mind so they know exactly what you're about to do next. They've strategized it all. Even your next moves, you know, they, they live in the past, future, all of it, all in one, in their mind, by the way. It's a beautiful, no, it's not very beautiful in the sense that for an enlightenment, so aged person, they haven't done anything different than those movies. So they haven't predicted one thing that is different from something that doesn't even exist on earth or in the sky. It's not in the water. It's all in their mind. But hey, let me not try to tell you that I can also be a mind reader. No, we don't actually do mind reading. So the fun thing of being pure consciousness and part of our oversoul is we do not do the mind reading at all. Once they're done listing why they're right, why you're evil, this is the part retaliation and whether it's jealousy, envy, spite, vindictiveness, doesn't matter, trying to get under your skin, lying because they've been hurt by someone. And so there's all these different ways adaptive children, emotionally speaking, will be in our lives. Ooh, enlightenment, so age group, I'm, I'm trying to love cycle people. So here's what we get to interact with. And even without said guru letting us in on the fun fact of family being what gets us to train beyond our likes and dislikes, we have common sense. And it's, I'm an ego. They're an ego. I'm not the only one here. Of course, I'm not the only one that's going to be leading the way. I can learn very easily how to respect my loved ones. So why wouldn't I? When they don't learn that, it's okay. I, I'm choosing to be myself, myself. Integration of the mind and restorative embodied self experiences are awesome. Infinite higher human consciousness. Potential experience. I'm a human experience. 
and the spiritual, spirituality, and human science are all subject matters. And the experience of being a mystic is awesome. And the experience of knowing what a true light worker is is awesome too. And then when I say true, what I mean is, excuse me, the Zen master people. So enlightenment, uh, everybody is a light worker. So they are all exchanging with each other opportunities to get out of their karma wheel if they want. We're in Dharma. And so when people want to move out of their karma wheel, they actually are embracing something that is offered to them as they go through very challenging times. Very challenging. And so they can make sense of their very difficult situations thanks to the support of those who are compassionate beyond a reason and the ones who want to make use of their life, they choose their self. And they say, wow, you know what? I'm not defective. I deserve love, and I am being offered it right here. Hmm. You know, these habits over here, these ones, they don't really serve me very well. These people over here, mm, they don't actually support me either. Huh. I'm going to contemplate. I have on a platter in front of me something that I'm used to, something that is new, <laughs> I'm laughing right now because see when it comes to oneness consciousness we don't evaluate that way that is for somebody who has is being given the opportunity to be out of shame I'm, I, I don't laugh because it's funny I'm just laughing because I can't believe that people to this day they come and talk to me about yoga they come and talk to me about Reiki they talk to me about tarot they talk to me about love they talk to me about mysticism and then they get presented stuff like this I mean, right now is a very important energetic space. And they have a platter. It's so clear. It's like clear as day. Like literally they're being spoon-fed it. And if only they would disengage from the little story of where they're at. I'm anointed. Because <laughs> right now all people are anointed somewhere. Or they're evil. <laughs> or I'm sorry, the ones who are empirical, they're the ones who make me laugh. And like, oh, these spirituality people, they mean nothing, you know. There's so many in the middle. I love my 5D educators. They're the ones who bring all of it together. So they, they are definitely a lot more composed. This is why we are not that. We who? The 5D mystics and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. I have a sense of humor. You're going to hear more of it, especially with the love cycle, being able to be where we're moving towards. Again, I have compassion towards shame cycle. And if anybody ever feels upset, there's good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts. Please go to them. As Terry Real points out, uh, he talks to partners, I talk to humanity. I'm not here to be your parent, and I'm not here to be the transference of that thing. So whatever negative or positive, you know, ah, that's why. We don't look for disciples. When people have transference, there's two, two ways it goes. And because uh, actual self-empowered people doesn't have buttons to push, this is why they can't get under our skin. So let me end with that example. When people actually think they mind read, think they know everything about you, think all of the things, but they're in what is fear because they've chosen it because they don't see their unresolved trauma as something serious to take, okay? So their maladaptive response, which is, by the way, a safety behavior, which the movies show as if it's cool as fuck to do a lot of shit that we see. <laughs> we don't talk about it in this way that is composed as this one person mentioned let me find the, the quote because it was a really good quote and i'm like yeah you know what we actually go way far i, re I remember when i read eric from he made the first note to me of something that i had already seen very well within society very well i didn't need him 
when you're pure consciousness, you know when humanity is choosing fear again and again and again. It's, it's very straightforward. Again, we, have, we see the platter. We see the platter that is being offered and we see the shame defectiveness come up like an, ah, no, how dare you tell me that I, it's, it's very fascinating to express this because as a kid, <laughs> this is where I remember moments of energetic imprint where I'm like, what, what is this? I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you do that? You're actually justifying the very other that is suppressing you right now. And now I know how to handle it in my brain, which is a adaptive child who is in a moment of unresolved trauma. So again, I have compassion, but I have a whole different way of seeing it because with the love cycle and pure consciousness, it's always been like, wow, you're not choosing yourself. You're choosing to allow yourself to be shamed. And then you're getting pissy at somebody who's saying you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself. And then you're also getting angry and accusing somebody who's on your side of not basically you're allowing society, social behavior. There we go to tell you how to be, and we're feeling um, all along the t what we're feeling, the pure consciousness person, love cycle, is that part of the fragment itself that wants to come out, wants to be welcomed by the person. Want, yeah, so we're trying to defend, and that's why we learn to mind our own business, because it's like, whoa, I, I did not realize you wanted to stay in this space. I'm so sorry. I mistook and we do apologize and we don't do it anymore. We learn how not to mind other people's business because really it's true. I don't want people in my business. So I'm not gonna go and do other people's business. That's completely hypocritical. And so we learn the right silence in all moments, by the way, and all the time. Nobody can tell a Zen master because we usually know when and how to engage and mm, close the mouth this right here i don't know who says it it's a person that says it so this is a quote of some other human being but uh, it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to profoundly maladjusted society uh, maybe it's gabor mate but uh yeah as i grew up i was recognizing teenagers making choices that were completely uh, not adjusted to anything and this is where very clear I'm the pink-tainted stupid lady glasses, by the way, so with rainbows and sunshines. Oh, here, I found out, apparently, in the practice of Ayurveda, they look at how you sleep and how your elimination process is. And this one made me very fascinated because I uh, know people who are nowhere near oneness consciousness, and I wonder if they know of Patrick McNamara when it comes to dreamland and demonic land so that they can disengage from thinking that our species is in the future going to be taken over by some demons because they didn't get it together that how you sleep involves your neural wiring and that there are people that are psychoeducators who are expanding on these topics in a good way because it doesn't cancel out that you can become the next shaman of your community. No, no, you can do shamanism, but you want to recognize that there's not demonic possessions because demons exist. As, again, the lovely quote from Sadhguru pointed out, everything is energy, and he's a guru. So, hey, there you go. He sees. I see, too. <laughs> Oneness consciousness. It's a big ball of energy is what it is. And uh, for people who don't want to think of that, it's because they want to be more special than other people. 
Whether you call it a stone, a tree, an animal, a man, a demon, or the divine, everything is the same energy, manifesting itself in a million different ways, sad guru. So, enlightenment soul aged people, love cycle people, we know of this forever and ever. Knowing that your sleep is important, that's what I tried telling my lovely 4D peeps when they would wake up from their dreams, telling me that they know everything, and I'm like, you don't read minds. I'm sorry, I know you think you do. We're vessels. It's a different story. You want to make sure, first of all, to be a clear vessel. What does that mean? Oh, your neighbor throws shit in your face. You're able to say, I hope my neighbor's okay. And your neighbor did it on purpose. They, on purpose, they're jealous, envious, vengeful, on purpose. They threw shit in your face. They lied on purpose. It's okay. I hope they're okay. Why? Compulsive thief. Anyone? Zen master story. Very straightforward. Why? What is a shame cycle again? Oh, I'm defective. You, you love me? No, no, no. You're, you're a demon. I'm going to prove it. So no matter how you twist or turn it, a person who does not choose their self with love, unconditional, is a person who does not choose enlightenment. They choose to stay within this thing called Maya by the spiritual people. I'm just going to call it blinded by their own adaptive child who's going to prove their right, however it is they can, get into this hatred mode because that's the only way that they can feel somewhat better because inner critic, you're going to need to get out of that. You're going to have to do outer critic. Your body's not going to be against you, nor is your mind. So it's going to twist and turn things. I've seen it happen, by the way, because people have told me things in structural dissociation. It's sad. It's sad how a person will justify their actions and then guilt themselves and then justify again and go between this. It's a shit show. And they don't move any inch away from it. Their loop thinking moves nowhere. They just grow more and more in this, oh, but humanity sucks. So long story short, the ending is withdrawing in silence like those sad stories. Now, if they come out on the other end, then that means they dissolve shame in some way, shape, or form. I have not seen people do that. I've seen them withdraw, isolate, and stay away. And uh, that's because they usually are engaging with people that are in their same cycles. So luckily, people have places to turn to so that they can keep living life. Is that life? It is a life for them. They watch a movie. They say, yes, see, life is this. It's human suffering. So all you need to do is turn on the movies, and you'll see why people continue to find psychoeducation boring. Excuse me, somatic, sensory motor, Trauma, they find boring emotions, uh, they're stupid, uh, they find rigidity normal, they find the adaptive modality of a child normal, I'm going to prove I'm right, I'm going to be in debates, I'm going to get all angry and I'm not going to realize I'm not my optimal self because that's not the optimal human body. Restorative embodied self is the optimal human body and integration of the mind and it is easily accessible to a love cycle person and to those who move out of shame. So they welcome the compassion people, those who are compassion beyond a shadow of a doubt, are all 5DC mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group and functional adults in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, 5D educators. So it is the 5D of the Enlightenment Soul Age group that protects the future because we have our own Zen mastery in the forefront and we are not looking for disciples or non-disciples or compulsive thieves or not. We are living with our lovely oversoul all day long. And we don't cancel people because only children are rigid and don't understand what boundaries are. Boundaries are ventral vagal nerve tone. Uh, you know, I would say this is very unnecessary. I would say that what really we have is differences that are not going to ever come together because of different ways of seeing what love is. It's okay because 
that is what life is essentially and some of us like to love fiercely and without any restrictions i am polyamorous after all so this is one example obviously others will express their ideas in different ways but love is love so we're not picking and choosing who to love we're always choosing to respectfully decline or accept and or mediate and when we are accused or interacting with things that are not in any way shape or form real we understand that we are presented with a story that is created for safety behavior reason we don't care about the pattern it's not our pattern to break enlightenment is always about i see you i soothe you meaning i am safe you're safe we're people we can love and we can agree to disagree and say the fuck you fuck you this is another sad guru quote and be in a state of love which is 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group so only enlightenment soul age groups are here others can they don't have to because you know it's not a race it is your life you get to be the self you want to be and on that note i hope you have a wonderful wonderful day we'll be back with more remember there's paid subscription based model content for any of you who are interested have a great day